on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. Today, we are discussing OPEC and big oil. In May 2023, the total number of rigs drilling for oil and gas was already down by around 7% when compared with its peak in December 2022. Slower drilling activity eventually translates into slower production growth, creating a delay of up to six months. In the meantime, high levels of production are keeping inventories elevated, especially in the case of gas, which is keeping prices under pressure. OPEC and its allies are weighing the possibility of further oil supply cuts despite the fall in oil prices. OPEC Plus and its allies, led by Russia, pumps around 40% of the world's crude. So its policy decisions can have a major impact on oil prices. For more, we're joined by Fernando Valley, Bloomberg's senior oil and gas analyst. Thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Will OPEC make further oil supply cuts? We think they're probably not going to do that uh, in this upcoming meeting. It starts June 4th. Uh, what they could do is actually reduce their, well, really Saudi Arabia reduced their official selling price into Asia where there's increased competition. Uh, in this period where Brent's below $75 a barrel, there's a little bit of a breakdown uh, between the OPEC and especially OPEC plus, meaning Russia, uh, in the in the strategy, and so there's a lot of increased competition uh, for Saudi and for the UAE with their crudes in China, India, and Pakistan with uh, cheaper Russian crudes. So uh, we think that they are Saudi is not going to want to foot the bill by cutting more of their production. Instead, they're going to probably go into a little bit of a, a market share war with Russia in, in Asia. And how do you think that would affect the United States? I think in, in essence, it's, a, it's probably a good thing uh, because, uh, one, we're not going to lower the supply. Uh, if anything, we're, uh, you'll, you'll see a market where the U.S. is not as prevalent, which is China, uh, seeing a bit of a, a price war and uh, reducing the overall spreads uh, there. And, and that would help curb some of the inflation pressures that we've seen. So essentially, it would be uh, proof that the Fed is actually winning its battle with OPEC in, in that sense that they will be for, forcing some cuts because of their, their, their impacts on inflation. They will be forcing some uh, oil price cuts by OPEC uh, into their main markets. Now, according to some reports, OPEC has excluded journalists from media outlets like Bloomberg, Reuters, and the Wall Street Journal from their reporting of the future oil policy meetings. Why do you think they are excluding some journalists? Well, uh, I think they're probably not super happy with their options. Uh, the Saudi energy minister had talked about creating more ouchies for short sellers in the oil side. Uh, and as we saw with their latest cuts in April, uh, it, it, the, the impacts are very short-lived. I think there's a, a saying in, in, in the U.S. that you don't fight the Fed. And I think OPEC tried to, and uh, it, it's, it has a little bit of egg on its face. And so they're, they're trying to, to, to save some face uh, by not having the main Western media outlets cover their, their, uh, their meeting. 
So in addition to coming out of the global pandemic, there is also high inflation, along with the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Now, the doomsday scenario of Russia's oil production getting derailed has not materialized even after more than a year of the war in Ukraine. Can you explain the dynamics behind what's happening? Yeah, the, the production in, in, in Russia is really dominated by Russian oil companies and uh, Russian service companies services companies. So they've been able to stave off a lot of that decline. Uh, still, there has been rampant inflation in Russia, and there are effects of the sanctions and of the war itself on their current accounts. Uh, and that will eventually create a ripple effect into their economy. Uh, but oil remains a critical piece of, of uh, generating cash flow that, to sustain their war effort. So we don't expect that they will let that industry fall. Natural gas is a harder industry to change because their primary consumers, uh, being Western Europe, uh, are now restricting their purchases. Remember, 70% of the inventory fill of natural gas in Europe in the past year still came from Russian piped gas. So it was a very considerable uh, commitment uh, contribution to both Russia's economy and to Western European uh, reserves. Uh, they will see an impact there. And uh, so... It may be in a delay of, uh, you know, over a year uh, that we'll see the impact on, on, on Russia's economy from the sanctions itself and primarily on the natural gas side. Uh, other than that, again, I, I think the Fed is, is uh, and the global central banks are winning the war against uh, some of the commodity exporters uh, by curbing demand very explicitly. And the high natural gas has lowered the European demand and, you know, they may have engineered a recession in Europe and the U.S., uh, but that will also impact commodity uh, consumption as well. Great. Fernando Valley from Bloomberg, thanks so much for joining us. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this. 